With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy speculation and advice. Now, along with the guys from Fanball.com, here's the host for Fantasy Football Weekly, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a coronavirus version Man, it is uh, it is different. It's a whole different landscape. It's weird out there. Uh, it's not weird here, though, although it's been a long time since Brian Johnson has been on. Welcome back. Hey, Charge, it is great to be back, and it is strange podcasting in a hazmat suit that we're <laughs> both wearing right now. I know. Um, the... the the, the big yellow hazmat, the helmet makes it really, really weird, but uh, better safe than sorry, right? Man, it reminds me of, uh, what was the Dustin Hoffman movie? Uh, Rene Russo, oh, Morgan yeah. Freeman. Yeah, it's, Morgan it's Freeman? Like, it was like Contagion, but it wasn't yeah, that. It was not Hot Zone. I remember I read Hot pandemic Zone. Pandemic or, no, but I should play oh, the board game Pandemic the, right now. The, where the monkey brings the, the disease over. Yeah, we're living that. Yeah, that, uh, that was a movie. You're right. And I just can't remember the name. Uh, somebody on Twitter will no doubt will no doubt tweet it to us. Uh, speaking of which, people can follow you on Twitter at BTXJ. Yeah, I'm still on Twitter. Absolutely, you're still on Twitter. Of course, I am too, at Paul Charchian. Last week, myself, uh, our good friend Matt Harrison, we mm-hmm. broke down the top six rookie running backs. But then I've charged you with the more difficult task. Give me the next tier of running backs, I said, Brian. And you gave me five more guys. Some of these players are better than the guys we discussed last week. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not a, it wasn't a difficult task to start, at least, when we get into the first guy. Should we just dive mm-hmm. right in? Because, uh, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt left me a little too much meat on the bone. Uh, specifically, 247 pounds of meat yes. in the form of A.J. Dillon Ooh. from Boston College. Six feet, 247. Uh, of course, Six like, foot. You mean running backs are not normally six feet tall, nor are they normally 250 pounds. And normally they don't go to the combine and record the highest vertical leap weighing in at 247 among among running backs, of course. He yeah. The highest. That's 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 insane. Yeah, it is insane. And by the way, you'd think that all of that would all that body mass would cost him speed. He ran a four five three. A.J. Dillon is a freak. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. We also, I like, him. And I still like him. He a ran lot. a four six. six so right. yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, landing spot matters for all, every rookie in draft capital. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dylan's got top five rookie running back 
I think he's almost a lock to be a top five rookie running back with top three upside. Yeah, depending on where class. Yeah, and depending on where he lands is always the thing that we end up saying about all of these guys. So you almost shouldn't say it. It's almost like saying, well, if he stays healthy, dot, dot, dot. Um, you know, landing spot is a, is a factor for all these guys. But A.J. Dillon has got three down workhorse potential that a lot of other backs in this draft do not have. His easiest comp is Derrick Henry right now. He looks like the next Derrick Henry, basically. And he, he does have bell cow potential. Only caught 13 passes last year, but he did turn those 13 catches into 195 yards. Yeah, not bad. Touchdown. Yeah. So that just tells me he's tough to bring down, whether running running the ball or catching the ball. Yeah, I love A.J. Dillon. And uh, yeah, I think he's, a, like I said, easily a top five back. Should have been in the top six, but oh well. The the part about A.J. Dillon uh, from Boston College that I like is, uh, from a fantasy perspective, 100% chance he's getting the ball to stripe. Yep. So you will get touchdown carries for sure. You mentioned that he can catch. He's much more of a north-south south runner like a lot of the, the heavier, bigger guys are, but he's not a disaster laterally. Um, and... There are some other knocks on him. He's, he's he, you know, getting that body, that much body mass up to speed can take him a little while. But ultimately, as this four five three forty showed, AJ Dillon can. You know, ult- he's not slow by any means, and the balance is pretty good. The footwork is pretty good. It's you know, he's got the big thick body that makes him a tough tackle. He can compress that body despite that size through smaller spaces and smaller running lanes. I, you know, Boston College had a good offensive line, and they opened up some big holes for him, but it wasn't just him running through big lanes, but he can. And I think the Derrick Henry comp is, is similar that way. Yeah, when it comes to dynasty empire leagues, I don't think he's going to top the, the Cam Akers, the Swifts, the, the, the Dobbins. Of the no, but when it comes no, to redraft... When it comes to redraft, Dylan could be the top rookie running back in twenty twenty. I don't think he'll be the top. He won't be. He won't be depending Taylor. on where he lands. He won't be at a Taylor. It would take something remarkable. I think not a lock, but there's a chance. There's a chance. There's always a chance. Um, AJ Dylan's going to be a fantasy factor, and I think sooner than later. Yeah, put him in your queue right now. Get yeah, Adam. Adam the, I would take him over Zach Moss for sure. I would take him over J.K. Dobbins. I believe maybe Cam Akers. I think he's in. I think he is a top five fantasy runner for this season. AJ Dillon from Boston College. Uh, let's go to your next running back. I believe you've got Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt next. Keyshawn Vaughn, who uh, is already getting a, a knock for being getting knocked for being too old, fifth year senior. That's not that's not well, ideal when it comes to so, dynasty. Well, let's really, talk but. about that for a second with Keyshawn Vaughn. He started at Illinois, and he couldn't get enough playing time. So then he goes to Vanderbilt, which is not exactly a football powerhouse. Couldn't beat out a guy named Ralph Webb there. And then after Webb left, he put together back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons the last two years. So that's a little bit of the drama that has surrounded Keyshawn Vaughn. And that kind of worries me a little bit. I'll be honest. When you can't beat out Ralph Webb for playing time at Vanderbilt, I wonder how you're going to do in the NFL. Yeah, on the flip side, I'll play good cop here. Okay. Uh, 198 carries for over 1,000 yards, average 5.2 yards per carry, nine rushing touchdowns. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, Vanderbilt finished with the lowest run blocking grade 
in the NCAA. Wow. So there's that. But yeah, yeah. But the fact that he wasn't the clear cut number one back on his own team right. is a little alarming. Uh, yeah, I'm not nearly as excited about Keyshawn Vaughn as I am about AJ Dillon, to put it that way. Yeah. Um, ran a 4 5 1 in the 40. Uh, that's pretty good speed for a running mm-hmm. back, a little faster than Dillon. Uh, yep. He's got good size, though, too. 5'10, 214. That's, that's bell cow potential size, too, right, for uh, right. Vaughn. So he's uh, easily inside the top 10, of course, uh, our eight, number eight running back here. But uh, again, not nearly as exciting as A.J. Dillon. No, I don't think so either. Um, and to his credit, the Vanderbilt offensive line's awful. And much like everything else in Vanderbilt football, mm-hmm. not good. Good school, by the way. Yeah. Beautiful school, oh, yeah. beautiful campus, Vanderbilt. But lousy offensive line. He overcame that a little bit and um, rarely got caught in the open field. He, he's pretty fast. Four five one forty is not bad. And I think there's, I just, when I watch this guy, when I watch Keyshawn Vaughn, Brian, I'm trying to find something that there's some element to his game that says success at the NFL level. And I just, I couldn't find it. So I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not embracing Keyshawn Vaughn yet. And I'm not ruling, I'm not, not ruling him out, but I'm not seeing it yet. 28 catches, not bad too, last year. So he, he does, yeah, uh, he does he's have got, good he's hands. Got, so, you know, uh, that's been the thing that I found in almost every, all of the, you know, we'll have gone through 11 backs when we're done between today's show and last week's show. They can all catch. None of them are Christian McCaffrey. But none of them, uh, none of them are stone-handed either, which is kind of nice. All of these guys have got room to expand upon the the receiving skills that they showed yep. in college, which I like. Um, I want to take a quick break here and come back, and I want to talk about the remaining three running backs. One of which, well, one of which I'm really in fa- really fascinated by, and two others that I, I'm intrigued by. We'll talk about Joshua Kelly, Eno Benjamin, and LaMichael. P. Ryan, when we return. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Weekly. Off-season edition, looking at rookies, who we think is going to splash at the running back position, who's going to splash for fantasy owners in particular. Your next runner-up is Joshua Kelly. Let's uh, let's talk about the UCLA kid who, who ran behind a really bad UCLA offensive line and was able to be productive anyway. Yeah, Josh Kelly, UCLA, 5'11", 212, ran a 4'4", 40. Uh, for reference, uh, Cam Akers ran a 4'4", 7, and DeAndre Swift ran a 4'4", so he's right... Right with those guys when yeah. it comes to uh, flat-out speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, has good hands, can pass, protect, so he can play all three downs as well. Yeah, uh, Played really well in the Senior Bowl, had 105 rushing yards, made a good case for himself there. And uh, Matt Waldman, who uh, runs the rookie scouting portfolio, yeah, I have a lot of respect yeah. for as well, uh, really praises Kelly for his diagnostic skills. Basically, Ooh. he's a good decision yeah. maker out there. And well, that's, that's, that's a big very, factor. Definitely, especially in the NFL. So uh, uh, last year at uh, UCLA... Uh, only averaged 4.6 yards per carry. Did have 12 touchdowns, but like you said, not a great line for the Bruins. Yeah. And uh, he can catch the ball, too. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Kelly. I, I'm already kind of want to move him ahead of Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So let's I, do it. I, let's do that. All right. Done. All right. We're, we're, we're officially making that move. Um, I like Kelly. Uh, I like that he's a shifty north-south runner with good footwork. It gives defenders a lot of bad angles for tackles, and I think – you know, these are the little things when you can just when your footwork can generate um, a, a bit of a uh, cut or a stutter step that gives a defender a bad tackle. And then you're big enough like he is at 5'11", 2'12". You're big enough to make that tackle not be precise. Now you've just you now you've broken a tackle. And then here comes the Jets because he's fast in the open field. You mentioned the four four nine forty yard dash time. Um at, makes him for a guy his size. He's not gigantic, but he's big. Um, there are, there's just, there aren't a lot of, there's not a lot of weaknesses for him, and he's going to break a bunch of tackles. Um, I though I think he could. I don't think he's elusive, but I do think he's a tough tackle. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Upright running style, uh, which can be good and bad. Some, you know, some players can handle that upright running style. For other players. It gives defenders a big target to hit mm-hmm. on the body. Yep, Joshua Kelly. Uh, I think. I think there's again right placement for a team that um, that and it can be a three down back, which I like. So many of the backs in this draft can be three down backs. Um, I think there's a lot to there's a lot to like in Kelly and somebody that's going to go into ultimately in, in the right fit. He could be Tampa Bay starting running back week one. And for what it's worth, I hear he gets praised for his character and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll hopefully, take that. Hopefully, you won't get any. Did not plays because of suspensions or anything like that. I don't, is there, I don't think there's a bad character guy that I've run into no. in this draft, really. So always, hopefully that won't be the case It seems like here. there always has been in the past, even though I can't pinpoint one, but there's always like, yeah. well, like Randy Moss was like one of the most famous bad character guys. Des, Des Bryant, too. He fell pretty far in the draft. Mm-hmm. These are wide receivers, of course, but... Uh, it's not Josh Kelly. Thank Let's you. go to the next running back. Yeah, we'll stay in the Pac-12. And uh, I really like this guy, Eno Benjamin from Arizona mm-hmm. State. I love him in Dynasty. He's only 20 years old. Doesn't turn 21 until April. Oh, uh, yeah. 5'9", 207. Uh, I know it must have been no, not the senior bowl because he's not a senior, but he weighed in at like 195 a couple of weeks before the combine. Had everyone freaking out. Like, yeah. oh, he's not going to last in the NFL. Weighed in at 207. That was good to see. And uh, outside of DeAndre Swift, I think he's uh, 
the best pass catching back in this class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm calling for swift and immediate PPR impact wherever Eno lands uh, come draft day. Yeah. Uh, ran a four five seven in the 40, which is kind of meh, but uh, meh, I mean. Uh, but he impressed with his vertical jump and three-cone time. Uh, those events highlight athleticism, and uh, you got to put a lot of stock into those for running backs. And then in 2018, uh, Eno rushed for over 1,600 yards and had five and a half yards per carry. But uh, last year, Arizona State like lost all their players through graduation, basically. And you know they had a freshman quarterback, a very green offensive line. Mm-hmm. And Eno really struggled for uh, for those reasons, but it wasn't his fault. And um, he's a guy I, I really like, and uh, especially in PPR, I think it would be an immediate uh, factor in fantasy football. Ito Benjamin is one of the best tackle breakers in this draft. And when I, I was talking earlier about trying to find, I couldn't find something that I thought was really special about Keyshawn Vaughn at the NFL level. I can at Eno, Eno Benjamin. I can say to myself, this guy's tackle breaking ability is next level stuff. And I think that's the case. The elusiveness, the, the cutbacks that he makes. I, I love that part of his game. Some really nice footwork at time. Again, that makes him a, a tough tackle. Those are things that I think will really translate for him. And, you know, Benjamin is, um, is, is somebody that's got, I think, next level skills. He can catch. He can be a three down back. I love the burst that he's got. Um, and, you know, I've seen some people knock that the Arizona State spread offense might not translate for his skills in the NFL. But I, I, think, I think running back is so instinctive. If you can break tackles in the open field in college the way he can, I think most of that translates. I am showing a little bit of favoritism towards Eno because he was my very first and only Devi player that I, I, I did a Devi dynasty league. You did. Okay. And the draft was last summer. And for those that don't know, in Devi leagues, you can draft college players and right. wait on them or yeah. some even, high some schoolers. High school in some cases, I, we yeah. didn't go that hardcore, but I drafted Eno. So he's my very first uh, Devi player. So All right. I'm pulling for him. I was wondering why you were talking up, Eno <laughs> Benjamin, like in December yeah. around the office. Well, uh, why do we care about him yet? Uh, but that explains it. You know, Benjamin, Arizona State. I mean, you think of Arizona State and you think of alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. You don't really think of like a great football heritage no. here, but he might be the one that, that breaks the mold. Did Jake Plummer go to Arizona yes. State? Yeah. Jake the Snake. Was there anybody else? I can't think of anybody else. I'm almost positive Jake Plummer went to Arizona State. I love Jake Plummer. I thought he was going to be a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback when he was in college and then he went to the cardinals right and didn't do much and then he went to the broncos, broncos. and i think he played better for the broncos and played for a while right yeah i uh, remember it madden 04 jake Plummer and clinton portis you couldn't stop me back in those days <laughs> Plummer had wheels. i think jake Plummer is like uh he's he's up in like oregon getting high every day but i think he's like a really good Disc golfer? He's in one. Really? Know, he's like professional what, disc golfer right now? Professional off sport, like wait, disc wait, wait. golf or something. Are you Let suggesting me. there's a there is a crossover between people who like to get high and people who play disc golf? Is that mm. wait, is that the controversial stand that a, you're taking right a now? A bit of correlation there, yes. Okay. I'm very f- curious about Jake Plummer, but I'll look it up later. Yeah, no. You know, <laughs> you know look it up now. I'm kind of curious. And meanwhile, I'll I'll give the introduction to LaMichael P. Ryan. Yes, this is the same family that generated Samaje P. Ryan. And if you're the kind of parent that will name your child Samaje, then you're probably the kind of parent that will spell LaMichael as L-A apostrophe capital M I-C-A-L. There's nothing about that that really feels like LaMichael and you're trying too hard, but 
you're the same brain power that that put gave us Samaje. So okay, <laughs> at least I can. At least you can pronounce it. La Michael is pretty easy when you hear it. It's just you, when you see it, you're like, wow. Yeah, let's call this? LMP. LMP. I kind of like that. Uh-huh. Uh, he went to Florida. Yep. Um, I think he's got some special traits too. I think he, I, right now I'm going to tell you he's going to have a better career than Samaje did, which isn't saying much. No. I realize, but I think Lamichael looks like a better play to me player to me. I saw I see a guy with who played fast, but he only ran a four six two at the combine. I'm like four. I'm looking at him and I'm like, there's nothing about his tape, game tape that says four six two. No, he's way more of a downhill runner, and that that speaks to his forty time. He's like a one cut and go kind of guy. He's not mm-hmm. super super fast, super elusive. But uh, and uh, you may you mentioned he went to Florida. They also had an awful offensive line last year, yeah, which did him no favors. He had forty catches too, so you got to like P Ryan in a PPR format. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, not a ton to say about him. I, I he's like. Not a poor man's Eno Benjamin, but he's right in that ballpark <laughs> with him to me. I don't know, but I, I mean, you know, I, I saw stuff. I, I like that he was a strong runner, um, although they, they tended to not use him on inside runs a lot. But I like that about LaMichael P. Ryan. Um, he's north south. He does not have a ton of lateral speed, which worries me a little bit. Mostly runs at one speed, but it's pretty fast. And you'll see him just breaking away from defenders. And again, when you when you watch him run, he runs fast. It just I just doesn't seem didn't translate at the combine. Uh, nimble at the first level, you'll see him make a lot of moves at the line of scrimmage to give himself some extra space, and then he's got this zippiness to him. And the Michael Pirine looks like he's off and running, and oftentimes he is. So there were a lot of things that I, I liked about Pirine, and I, I think I think he can translate to the next level. I'm not as confident about him as I am like AJ Dillon and Eno Benjamin, who I think look. You know, to me, stronger Joshua Kelly too, but I think there's a spot for the Michael P. Ryan to help fantasy owners at some point down the road. Agreed. Got one more, right? I, I can't find what I'm looking for on Jake Plummer. I'm bummed. I just, I just like to know what the career trajectory was. I mean, it was Arizona for how long? Denver, how long? Um, okay. I should have had my laptop open. Yeah. I didn't. Drafted I didn't in '97 by Arizona. Yeah, yeah. It was Arizona, f- six years and then four. With Denver, and he retired at 32. He was young. He just didn't want to play anymore, really, from what I recall. And uh, I think you might be right about that. But, uh, let's see. If he... A little Jake Locker, too, yeah. maybe, where just the love of the game wasn't there. Yeah, he only had went for over 20 passing touchdowns once. 2004, Ew. 27. Wow. Yeah. That's let's it? See. Yeah. I mean, even though there wasn't, even though the game was not the same then, it was there. By the way, it was Arizona State, right? We weren't totally, oh, yeah. we didn't totally whiff on that, did we? Does Pro Football Reference really not tell you where they went to college? No, it's in there. You might have to hit the more bio uh, part yeah, yeah, right yeah. under there. It's got to be in there. Uh, Plummer, Arizona State. Yes. Okay, good. Plummer, uh, you know, he always had he, had, he had good wheels. And fantasy owners kept hoping he was going to ultimately style them with a lot of rushing touchdowns and rushing yards. But that never happened either, really. Nope. He was more just a scrambler. He was, um, you know, I'm not calling him Fran Tarkenton, but he was a, a scrambling quarterback who never really generated a bunch of like rushing, notable rushing yards. In fact, I'm going to I'm going to go on a limb and say that the most rushing touchdowns he had in a season, if you can look there, would his season high for Jake Plummer and rushing touchdowns. Three, two, it's going to be two or three in any one given season. Yeah. Uh, four. In, you had a four? In 98. Okay. Yeah. Two, right. four, two, zero, zero, two, three, one, two, one. Never. 
Never over 300 yards either. Yeah. No, it just it, that part never really came together. But you know, if you were drafted today in the uh, in the Lamar Jackson era, mm-hmm. Jake Plummer, they'd probably be running him like crazy. Why not? Go I just can't believe how much you're talking about Jake Plummer. This yeah, is you great. never. Who knew? Who right? saw it coming? Yeah, you, you didn't know. Crazy things happen when you're quarantined. It's also the off season. Yeah, that's right. We're quarantined in a house. So, oh, the, yeah. the quarantine league. I told you about this, right? Yeah, Can tell I me. Yeah, this so tell listeners real quick. about the quarantine league. It's you know, it's uh, ever evolving. I just thought of it like the other day. Uh, but quarantine league. So we're playing each other, right? Fantasy football standard head. You and I are in this in, in a league, and I, I tried to figure. Well, the main premise is right before kickoff. I basically quarantine one of your players mm-hmm. saying, no, you're, you're starting him, but he gets zero points. Right. Essentially benching him, you're, you're, and you can't replace him. But you got to have a, a time window before kickoff, right? Maybe you say like... On or, Thursday? Or, no, I can see your lineup, and I rank your players. One, two, three, four, five, the top five, say. Yeah. If you happen to bench your top-ranked player, then my, my, my second-ranked player... Or my second rank guy for you would be quarantined, but that's basically the premise. You take away, take away a player, a player, and probably a best player, best player. Here's the quarantine version I would want, and you, you would need to have a back end administrative system to run it this way. But I would want to secretly infect one player in the league. He will be a starter, so it's week one, and there's one player who's infected. As and nobody knows who that is yet. You play with through week one, and whoever that infected player played against, that team gains an infected player. Hmm. They don't know who that is. Then the so this thing will spread. Right. So all these players spread, but eventually you got to know who the players are. So two weeks after you get it, the incubation period is over, and ta-da! This guy like is now done. He's got the coronavirus, and he's out. We can call and it. you can start trying to piece people. We can start trying to piece together all how this thing is moved and who the players are that are affected. But you wouldn't know for sure because you, the incubation period means you're dark for two weeks. I love it. You can call it pan fantasy, pan, pandemic fantasy, like fantasy football. Yeah, man, no, no, that's, that work. sounds like pandas. <laughs> yeah, it does. I can't have fantasy pandas. That's that's weird. Panda are pandas the ones that have the STDs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's koalas. It's koalas. Koalas have got like a 98% STD rate. You didn't know that? No. So why, do, why so do Arizona State that? students, I think, too. Yeah, 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 that, that's that's bringing back to Arizona State. There you go. And Jake Plummer. Yep. Uh, we have it on, on Maybe firm that's authority. Maybe retired early. Jake Plummer, herpes. Oh, boy. That's what, we're, that's what we're going with right now. All right. Thank you for listening. You made it to the end we of this. Got, we got one more, actually. Oh, we got another player. Anthony McFarland, real oh, quick. All right. Number Talk 12. to me about Anthony McFarland. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be fast. Maryland, 5'8", 208. Had the fourth four, fourth fastest 40 time among running backs at 4.44. Yeah. a lot of fours there. Uh, faster than Swift and Akers. Uh I'm kind of excited about McFarland. He didn't play well last year, but he was battling a high ankle sprain. His year before, freshman uh, his redshirt freshman year, Average 7.9 yards per carry, 131 Jeez. carries for uh, 1,034 yards. So Anthony McFarland, borderline top 10. It's another guy you want to keep your eye on. All right, comes certainly fast. How yep. big is he? Uh, 5'8", 208. So I like the little okay. compact bowling yeah, he, ball. That is but, compact, but not slight of build. He's not Terry Cohen. He's, yeah, he's not uh, Maurice Jones-Drew either, but uh, not, well, not no. that much of a bowling that's, ball. But, that's, uh, that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's um, – I'm just – I'm. 
I'm all over the board on him because I love the production. I love the player. I, the the four six time on Ilair rattled me a little bit, um, probably more than it should. But everything you see on tape, it just he just looks like a baller. The guy just plays, and I I like that part of his game. And the Maurice Jones Drew comparison, I think, is pretty fair yep, on him. I yeah. agree. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Brian. This has been yeah, a ton of fun. Good times. Yeah. Good again, uh, right? Thank you for listening as well. And uh, we'll be back next week. I think we're going to start breaking down other positions, rookies at other positions, wide receivers, quarterbacks, as we really start orienting ourselves towards the draft. Um, and so we'll expect uh, some of that next week for those of you that uh, choose to tune in. And we hope you do. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.